We are back for more Sports Drive on ESPN, Pensacola, 1330 AM, 99.1 FM. And joining the show is Brent Beard of First Coast News, also a co-host of the SEC and Helping Podcast, among other things. Uh, well, Brent, we'll, we'll start with the college football playoff, and then we'll move into the other things that are going on today. Not not, not that there's uh, you know nothing going on in college football. It seems like everything is going on. But uh, conference championship games over the weekend, things really sorted them, themselves out. The only big question mark on Sunday, yesterday, was, well, is, is TCU still going to make it, even though they lost in the Big 12 championship game? And indeed they did at the number three seed, not not even falling to four. Did do you think the committee got it right with how things played out? Well, they, uh, I mean, certainly with Georgia and Michigan, yeah. uh, the TCU was a little bit tenuous, but the reality was, uh, with USC uh, in that uh, four position that they, they lost and went to 10. So so basically what that did is it opened up your 24-hour uh, or more argument between Ohio State and Alabama uh, is what happened. Uh, so in uh, Ohio State, according to the committee, won that. I mean, look, you can... Um, uh, you can make arguments for both teams, but I mean, Alabama uh, certainly had an argument about being able to be in. Uh, I mean, your your reality is uh, with that, uh, I mean, Alabama could beat TCU and Alabama could probably beat Michigan. Uh, uh, frankly, I don't know about Georgia. I don't think they'd be favored against them. But Alabama would have been favored against probably Michigan, TCU, and Ohio State. Yeah, uh, frankly. So, uh, and and then you've got, uh, I mean, even some of the Ohio State players who are going to be in the playoff uh, or opting out of uh, uh, the playoffs, which to me is absolutely shameful, frankly, uh, when you look at this stuff. So. Um, I mean, the only good thing about this is, uh, is in two years, uh, we're going to a 12-team playoff, which we should have been in 20 years ago. Um, uh, but we finally, we're finally about to be there, and all this other stuff will be a mute point. I, I, I mean, to me, I, I would much rather be deciding um, uh, uh, who is going to be uh, team number 12 uh, in the playoff than deciding who team number four is. Uh, and we, we've had we've had way too much of that uh, as it's going along. So that that so the the Ohio State Alabama situation is the one that uh, really was the biggest argument of all. Uh, I, I thought, uh, the way the committee works over the last few years, if you lose a game and you're undefeated, that you'll be given a mulligan for that. And, and as it, as history has shown, they were. Speaking with Brent Beard of First Coast News and host of the SEC and Helping Podcast, I think so. There, there's a couple things in there. It, had TCU lost to, or say, Kansas State had been. 24th or something like that. Do do you still think that TCU make it? I know I I think that Kansas State being inside that top 10 is something that that really saved TCU's but along with USC also losing to to Utah that 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 certainly helped them. 
Um, do, do you do you think that they still make it even if they lose to a Kansas State team who is outside that top 10, 15, or even 20? Well, Kansas State, frankly, was dominating that game at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what turned it around was the muff punt uh, in that game uh, because, look, Kansas State was – they were two touchdowns ahead – uh, and then Kansas State, for whatever reason, uh, forgot to try to tackle uh, uh, the Dugan <laughs> kid, a quarterback. Uh, so I, I think, I, I think as much as anything, if if Kansas State had uh, won that game by seventeen to twenty points, uh, it, yeah, TCU may have ended up. Um, uh, you know, six, seven, or eight, or sure. something like that. So, uh, and, and look, the um, and frankly, Utah's at eight, USC's at ten. That's way too close. <clears throat> I, I mean, you look, look, Utah just um, dismantled and, and, and demoralized Southern Cal, and just physically dominated and just ran all over them. So I mean, look, you uh, that USC defense couldn't tackle anybody to save their life uh, as the game went on. So, uh, but uh, but but again, uh, it, it was <clears throat> the game tightened up. I I, I, st- I still if, if if TCU plays the way they played during the year, and again I give them credit for a fine season. But they won't last. They won't last long in the playoffs. No, no, I, I certainly agree with that. I think Michigan is favored by, I want to say nine and a half points right now. So I, I think that that is uh, probably going to stay the same by the time we get to that game, unless something crazy happens with injuries. You also mentioned something in that first uh, comment about Ohio State, and then we'll then we'll move, we'll move on from there with Anthony Richardson and some other stuff. Jackson Smith and Jigba said he referenced doctors. Not clearing him. No, granted, he's been dealing with an injury. He's been on and off really all year long ever since that first uh, time he got dinged up. But the 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 thought of players withdrawing themselves to focus on the draft is is really surprising given the stakes involved. Obviously, but is this something that that we're we're going to see more of, or even when we expand that if there's a team that's let's say uh, an at large uh, Ole Miss team makes it as an 11 seed. And there's a guy who is definitely going to be a starting quarterback here in the NFL draft in 2026 or something like that. I mean, is there and, – and they know they're facing a team against Georgia maybe that, that lost the game they shouldn't have in there in their fifth. Say, say that happens. Do, are we going to see more of this happening where guys are like, you know what, I'm not risking injury in this playoff. It'd be great to win a national title, but I'm going to the draft because I know I'm going to be a top-five pick. Are we going to see more of that? I certainly hope not. With the stakes in college football, I think part of the expansion part was to help entice guys to not opt out of bowl games and to keep on playing. But it seems like we we may still have guys that decide to leave. Well, that's in, in, incomprehensible to me uh, that the um, uh, that they would do that. But look, you're dealing with uh, kids now who. Uh, uh, have a different looking at uh, look at things, mm-hmm. and the problem is they've got. Uh, and, and here's and here's the other bottom line. Uh, to uh, is um, 
they are having they're having all these folks uh, whisper in their ear, mm-hmm. uh, and that uh, they uh, uh, were paying attention to these people instead of paying attention to their uh, head coach and people who understand what's going on. But but see, what they don't get is their first cousin or their uncle uh, who is advising them not to play in, in, a, in a playoff uh, and for them to, uh, uh, to go ahead and go to the NFL. These are people who are trying to get some of the money. Uh, that that that's basically what's going on here, uh, and these kids aren't smart enough to figure that out. Uh, it, it is a lot of the problem with this. Uh, but but look, I I I did I really uh, detest the idea of this going on. Uh, don't agree with it a bit. Uh, and 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 we and look, this this thing is just absolutely out of control. Uh, today, and you've got guys who are transferring who, again, have no business transferring. Yeah. And, and we've got a situation right now where you've got uh, playoff games, you've got early signing periods a week from Wednesday, you've got the transfer portal. That They, they really, they, these coaches, particularly in bowl games, they really don't need to be dealing with this garbage right now the way they are. Yeah, and I, I, there's so many things to follow. There, I, I saw something. There have been over 500 transfers today, and I, I believe it. I mean, it seems like every other five minutes yep. we're, we're getting some sort of a name. And it's not like, as you said, it's not like it's just guys who are like third or fourth stringers. I mean, we are getting quarterbacks who are leaving. D.G. like that was someone yep. who I think we are – Aren't too surprised at, but Devin Leary with NC State, he's out of there. Uh, Brennan Armstrong of Virginia, he is gone. Local Pensacola product, Austin Reed, who had transferred to Western Kentucky, he announced he's in the portal again. So, I mean, we're seeing guys left and right. And I, I want to bring up this before we get to Anthony Richardson is Alabama players. We heard Coach Saban give, give the case for Alabama to be in the playoff, but now um, I, I, there's a number of guys who are starters who played who are entering the transfer portal, is there anything to make of that? Or are we, are we just in that age where even the greatest of all time, Coach Saban's got to deal with guys who are coming in and out of the portal, and he's got a number oh, of yeah. guys who are leaving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, 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 we're at the point right now where it really doesn't matter what the school is. Mm. Um, and, and the incredible thing right now is the uh, – uh, we used to uh, could do this. You would know what a school would be by the um, by the end of the season, or, or what they would be for the coming year next year. But now, now there's just no way to know that. Uh, so no, I mean that that's a uh, that's a situation where uh, yes, even uh, even the best coach of all time, and Nick Saban's going to. Is going to be going through the same thing too. I, I, I mean, um, uh, the um, I mean, you've got starting offensive lineman Cohen, uh, who is transferring mm-hmm. uh, and going somewhere else. So, and, and again, what this is, and we, we, we've we've got to get some kind of grasp on this, uh, is uh, this um, name, image, and likeness that they. They think they can get a dollar more going somewhere else uh, 
uh, and they just don't get uh, <laughs> uh, that that's not going to be uh, uh, exactly how they think it's going to be when they leave. Yeah, I mean, other ones, uh, Treshawn Holden, Christian Leary, uh, Kyrie Jackson, Trey Sanders. I mean, there's a number of guys who have played this year and have been a part of Alabama football in some way, shape, or form, not, not just guys who are on the bench. And then, as you mentioned, Cohen uh, entering the portal as well. Um, Anthony Richardson says, you know what, I'm going to the draft. I am foregoing eligibility. And you you, you and I talked about this last week, and when, when, when your name is getting circulated around and you've got a lot of hype around you, even amidst the year that Anthony Richardson have, or had, I, I feel like, you know, th- those those people around you are saying, hey, uh, this may be a good time to bank on the money that you're still going to get because I think in the back, and I don't know if Anthony would think this, but in the back of maybe his family's mind or in his agent's mind, they look at how he played and it's like, okay, if you do that again next year when you're supposed to grow, I don't know if your name is still involved in the top 10 or in, or in, the, t- in the first round of the NFL draft, so he's going to go now. Uh this, along with the whole Jalen Kitna news, which is very, very uh, terrible, and he's been dismissed from the program, obviously. What's the approach, do you think, for Billy Napier in Florida in this game? I mean, Jack Miller's got to be the guy, it seems like, and they're going to get a feel for what he can do, and he probably is going to be the guy now, regardless of what happens for Florida next year. Uh, and I don't know how healthy he is. Now, one of the, one of the big mistakes they made was um, if he was healthy, is not playing him at all uh, when they really needed to do it. But, I mean, Emory Jones is gone. Del Rio Wilson is transferred. Kitten is off the team. Max Brown, uh, redshirted, didn't play uh, a snap this year. Miller with a broken thumb. I mean, are they going to put uh, uh, Etn in a in a shotgun and let him <laughs> run around and try to do something. I mean that yeah. that that is a. Uh, it, it, I mean, you, we're gonna ha- we're gonna have some bowl games that are basically gonna be scout teams. Uh, is the problem with this? But anyway, back back to Richardson. Richardson's nowhere near being an a, a NFL quarterback, and this is like. The um, uh, NBA by drafting someone on potential. Mm. Look, R- Richards is not even a good SEC quarterback. Much less an NFL quarterback. But but they you know they they see him and they're they're looking at uh, he's going to be the next Lamar Jackson or something of that ilk. Uh, Richardson frankly needs to come back and and learn how to be a good quarterback uh, in the SEC first. But I mean, look, uh, Drew. When you're when you're old for eleven at one point in the FSU game, and you're nine of twenty-seven, um, I mean, uh, I, I, you if you're going to do anything in the NFL or whatever level of football, you've got to be able to competently uh, be accurate with a football. And right now, Richardson's not. Uh, no, no, he, he is definitely not. I, I believe it was 53.8% completion percentage for the entire season, which obviously is not good. And he had a below 40% a couple of times throughout the season. Again, speaking with Brent Beard of uh, First Coast News and co-host of the SEC and Helping Podcast, joins us regularly on Mondays. College football playoff expansion officially uh, set to begin in 2024. Um, I know maybe a year a little bit later than you would have liked, but they ended up getting the deal done with the Rose Bowl, agreeing to stuff. One coach who could potentially get his program turned around in that matter of time, I wouldn't put it by him, is 
Deion Sanders. I know I think it'll be it's going to take him some time, but given the announcement that he's going to Colorado and the bevy of players who have already committed there or have them inside of their top four is really remarkable, and it makes sense given it's Deion Sanders and his recruiting poll, but do you, do you think that that's a smart job for Dion to take compared to maybe some of the others that that, that were out there and maybe he uh, could have also landed? Well, Dion needed to go somewhere where he can make some mistakes. Uh, Lou Holt made a very interesting statement years ago when he said, before he went to Notre Dame, he went to NC State, and, and he said himself that he made a lot of mistakes uh, at NC State that no one even knew he made. Uh, I'm not saying he did anything illegal. I, I, I'm just saying that uh, when he was there, no one was paying attention. And he said by the time mm-hmm. he got to Notre Dame, he knew what he was doing. And, and that really where Dion needs to be, too. Uh, now, the look, it's one thing to cure talent, and Dion would be able to do some of that. But the other reality for this is, uh, as a CEO, head coach, on that level, it's just a different ball game, and, and he's going to have to learn how to do it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, for so I mean, he could go to Colorado right now, and I know they've got a little bit of tradition. They won a national championship, with George Deck, back in '90. But I mean, they really haven't busted grape, uh, frankly, since then. Uh, so yeah, uh, I mean, he'll and he'll have a lot of attention on him, and he will have a lot of uh, uh, of um, uh, recruits that that he may get. But the other issue that is, is he is he going to be able to develop them? I, and, and look, I, I need to check on this, but if he did what was reported and I mean his team won their championship they basically skip or he skipped the uh, uh, the press conference uh, to get out to Colorado uh, I thought that was a, a, a big mistake uh, I mean look can't you celebrate for an hour what you did at Jackson State before you go off on another job and, and be able to celebrate those kids you know, and, and again, if that was true, uh, what what was reported, um, uh, that that was not impressive at all. Yeah, I, I, for him to go in there and tell guys, "Hey, you better pack your bags," or because I'm bringing my guys with me. That I, some people thought it was a little funny, it was a joke, but th- that's not something you clown around with, you know. Uh, and I know that Colorado really struggled. No. They really had an issue this year. They were one in eleven. They they got blown out multiple times, but. When you're dealing with with athletes like that, and you say you care about people and kids and all that stuff, you, you, there's one way to handle it, and then there's one way not to. And that was a interesting way that he handled it. Final thing, Brent: eleven SEC schools in bowl games. We already talked about the Florida one a little bit. Is there is there one that besides Georgia um, and Ohio State, obviously, is there one that intrigues you more than any any of the other ones? Tennessee, Clemson, South Carolina, Notre Dame, Alabama, Kansas State. Well, I mean, it, it, there's a um, the game here with um, South Carolina uh, in Notre Dame. I think is uh, is I, I think that's an attractive game. Just I, I mean, it's I mean, you know, Jacksonville is elated to have Notre Dame, uh, 
Now, Notre Dame is not a great team. I mean, frankly, Notre Dame's a pretty average football team mm-hmm. uh, all in all, but um, there will be a lot of tickets sold to that, and, and, and there will be a lot of interest um, all in all. But, I, I, listen, I would – I actually would withhold um, answering that question okay. until about – uh, uh, a week or so down the road when we actually know who's going to be on the rosters. Yeah, that's a good point because we have no idea what Bryce Young is going to do yet, and he had even said that you know his future no. is unclear yet. I mean, you know, ahead of that Iron Bowl game, he's like, I, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. So it's, it's certainly going to be interesting to see how all that goes. And well, uh, well, but, and I'll say this too, Drew. Sure. Um, Will Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, won the um, the SEC Defensive Player of the Year, and and, and look, I I can tell you right now, and I'm sure you've heard this like I have, um, uh, that Anderson's a tremendous player, and he had the stats, uh, but the truth of the matter is, uh, if you listen to Alabama people, they will they will tell you we love Will. But Will disappeared in some big games, uh, and, and and unfortunately, uh, it drew that that's something that can't be ignored in that situation. One hundred percent, yeah. I, there, yeah, there are games where, where we were talking about Dallas Turner more than we were Will Anderson for for sure, and whether that's oh yeah, and whether that's oh, yeah. Will was getting double yeah. teamed or whatnot. But so that that is something absolutely I think that stands out from this is is where Will would he really didn't have that many. Standout games, I guess, if you will. I mean, maybe it's because the attention was on him, no. but, but Dallas Turner had a phenomenal year for them. <clears throat> well, well, and, and listen, the um, I, and I'm, I, people may miss this, but Shane Lee, the former Alabama linebacker, was a leading tackler for Southern Cal this year, and the guy who Alabama really could have used, uh, he would have had a better year than any of the linebackers of Drew Sanders, who yeah. went to Arkansas. Yeah. So the, the, those are, uh, frankly, the, the, those are two guys who may have had a more of a presence than the ones I had now. Yeah, it's really interesting to see how guys have left. And it's as we talked about, it's 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 the way that things are now. But it's it's really abnormal to see guys leaving Nick Saban's program and going on to have success elsewhere. And real quick, b- b- before I let you go, going into next year, how many questions are are about this Alabama program? Because there's a lot of ifs, I think, going into next year with losing Bryce Young and, you know, is Ty Simpson the guy? I mean, it, it, is it going to work out there? What, what happens if he's really not having that good of a year? There's, Is there anybody behind him? I mean, there's a lot of questions, I think, going into next year with how questionable and sketchy the wide receiver group was. And then with Bryce Young gone, he, he he's a big reason why they were even in games along with Jameer Gibbs. Oh, there's a doubt. Uh, well, what's going to have to happen, for, uh, first of all, uh, and the uh, um, uh, in, in, in the quarterback situation. Uh, now, I'm just guessing here. Bryce Young probably won't play in the Sugar Bowl. Mm. So what they've got to do is they need to desperately play uh, both their quarterbacks uh, in in um, Jalen Milrow and uh, Ty Simpson. And, and look. Ty Simpson's their future. Yeah. Milrow is, uh, and, and the reason he is, is that Milrow yet, yet is not developed into a real, into a real passer. And, and in this league, 
you've absolutely got to have someone who's accurate who can throw the ball. Uh, and but here's the other reality: is Alabama's going to have to go on the end of the transfer portal and get a quarterback. Uh, you know, even if it's even if it's for depth, uh, that that's a thing they've got to be able to do. So that that that's what. That that has got to ha- that's got to happen for them uh, in order to um, uh, to really uh, because if they if they don't have a dependable quarterback uh, next year is going to be more challenging than this year was. Yeah, yep, totally agree with you. He's Brent Beard of First Coast News and host of the SEC and Helping Podcast. Brent, appreciate the time as always. It is a crazy time, but also a fun time to be a college football fan. We'll talk to you again here soon. Good. Thank you, Drew. A crazy time in college football indeed. We'll be talking about the bowl games and more of the SEC teams in particular as the games come along with Brent in the coming weeks. More sports drive after the break right here on ESPN Pensacola. 